This is the WP Elevation Podcast, helping WordPress consultants elevate. Welcome to episode three of the WP Elevation Podcast, and uh, with me is Shane Sanderson from Maintain. Good evening, Shane. Hey, Troy. How's it going? Good man. We uh we've been trying Skype. We've been trying GoToMeeting. We're finally here recording at Google Hangout to see if this will work. Uh, <laughs> so hopefully uh, it'll all be good. Um, now before we start talking to Shane about all things WordPress and his journey as a WordPress entrepreneur and the Maintain service, um, I'm just going to announce a a quick competition. Shane is has very kindly. Uh, offered to give away three months of the basic plan of Maintain. And if you don't know, Maintain is a service that keeps your WordPress website up to date, plugins updated, backups done, um, security sorted and under control so you can sleep easy at night knowing that your WordPress website is well looked after and in safe hands. And that's uh, $35 a month for a basic plan. Shane's giving away three months of that and I'll announce a little bit later how you can get into the draw to win that awesome prize. So stick around for that. Okay. Before we start talking about WordPress, Shane, when you were a kid, what did you want to be when you grew up? I wanted to be a helicopter pilot, actually, when I was a kid. I loved helicopters, and I would, I would draw them all the time. Um, there used to be a show called Airwolf, um, for the older folks listening. <laughs> um, I loved that show. I had posters and you know the action figures and all that. And I, uh, But yeah, helicopter pilot was the, uh, the profession of choice when I was younger. Awesome. It didn't work out, though. Didn't work out. And so, have you ever flown a helicopter? I've not. Um, no, no. <laughs> I've ridden a helicopter once, uh, and that's that's as close as things got. So, uh, how was it? What, like, did it did it live up to your expectations when you finally got into a helicopter? Yeah, it was pretty cool. Uh, I think I was nine, uh, maybe ten. We went to Disney World, so we took the helicopter tour, you know, around the park and stuff like that. So, it was it was really cool. It was, uh, of course, to a nine or ten year old, I think, you know, any kind of Aviation type ride would be really cool, but it was uh, it was awesome. So yeah, that's just cool. where it stopped and started, though. So yeah, and uh, when did you discover the web? Uh, the web, I believe, uh, I want to say 1995. I uh, didn't grow up with computers in my house, um, so a lot of other kids, you know, obviously had it probably before I did. But I remember in '95, I was with a friend at college, and he would. He, I went to the computer lab with them. Uh, they were doing some homework or whatever. And, uh, I remember getting a free, you know, computer station and being able to to do a search and, and Google, not Google, but uh, I believe Yahoo was the, the search engine back then yeah. um, that was available. And and being able to like look something up and get all this information, which actually was not very much information at the time, but it was it was more than you could get otherwise, and it was incredible. But '95 ish was the time that uh, that all clicked and happened. Cool. And um, do, you, do you remember the first time you uh, laid eyes on the WordPress dashboard? I do. Actually, I do. I believe it was 2.3, 2.1. I, I probably should remember more, but I, I don't. It was uh, it was two point early on. Um, I was actually working for uh, CBS Radio in Dallas, and we had a really bad uh, CMS system that we were using. And so I went searching for you know something better because what we were using was really just awful. Um, and so I ran across WordPress and grabbed it and installed it. And back at that time, I didn't know really what it was. And so once I installed it, I'm looking at the dashboard. I'm like, I, what, is, what is this? And what do I do with this? You know, I look at the front end. And it was, of course, uh, Kubrick at that time. Uh, just, you know, a, a very basic theme. But uh, that, was, that was in 2006. 
um, that's when I first uh, discovered WordPress. So that was that was where all that all started. Cool. We'll talk a little bit more about uh, your journey with with WordPress. Um, you co-founded the company Nine Seeds in uh, which which you then left in 2011. Mm-hmm. How did you decide it was time to move on from Nine Seeds and do your own thing? Oh, that's always a good question. People always want to know, you know, what happened and what what the, what the backstory is and things like that. And there really isn't any. I met John and Todd in uh, WordCamp Las Vegas in 2009, and we started working together, you know, slowly but surely, and eventually, you know, formed Nine Seeds. Um, I've always been like I, I like to be on my own, but nothing wrong with with working with other people. And we had a great time, and everything was great. It was just uh, time for me to kind of be back on my own, and so it wasn't. There's no drama. There's no story really involved in there. It was just a time that I decided I needed to be back on my own, spend more time with the family, and and just do my own thing. And, and we were we were in good shape, um, so I didn't feel that it would you know hurt things too awful bad if I were to go. Um, not to say that if it well, that's that's a whole other story down the road. But it was just time for me to go, and I wanted to be back on my own, and, and that's that's really all there is to it. Cool. So you like to be, uh, you like to be, you like to have your hands on the wheel. You like to be driving the bus, yeah? I do. I mean, obviously, right now I'm kind of doing both. Um, but yeah, I mean, ultimately, I do. It's, uh, and I still talk to John almost daily. Uh, we're still good friends, and uh, I, I love him to death. He's a great guy. But it was just time for me to, to be back on my own for a while. So. Cool. Um, so moving forward to today, and we're going to talk a little bit more about uh, your role at Web Dev Studios uh, soon, but h- how do you describe what you do in one sentence? What's your elevator pitch when you meet someone new at a party or a function and they say, what do you do, Shane? How do you answer that question? Oh, right now, I, well, I usually do a lot of stuff. But right now, I think my, my basic elevator pitch, um, if I were to have one, would be just I try to help people make WordPress easy. Not make people make WordPress easy, but I try to make WordPress easy for folks, right? Whether that's through Web Dev Studios or whether it's through Maintain, um, just to make WordPress easy and manageable, that's a, a pretty good description of what I do on a daily basis. Nice, nice and succinct. And um, what do you spend most of your time actually doing on a day-to-day basis? Uh, I play on Twitter a lot. I go to Facebook and play some games. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I uh, <laughs> I, uh, I manage projects uh, all day long. Whether, again, through a web dev or maintain, I'm, I'm managing a project in one form or fashion. And that's that's really what I do uh, 90% of my day. Cool. And the other, the other 10% is Facebook games. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, I, I've done a little bit of project management in my time, and I'm always curious when people are managing multiple projects, what's the one thing that keeps you awake at night? Just uh, that's that's a good one. Um, actually, nothing because I, I don't have problems sleeping. Um, <laughs> but you know, uh, theoretically speaking, what would keep me awake at night? I guess for you know, on two sides, on the web dev side, uh, just making sure projects stay on track, make sure the customers are happy, and make sure everything's getting done the way it should on the timeline that it's supposed to. Um, on the maintain side, I think a lot about you know features and, and what we can do different and how we can make the service better. Um, I've got lots of ideas you know for that that I want to implement you know in the coming months. Um, so I, I guess you know that kind of goes back to you know making people happy and, and making sure things are taken care of, whether it's on the the project management side or you know new features and services that we can provide. Um, but again, I don't have any trouble sleeping, so cool. they don't really keep me awake. So how, how do you not have trouble sleeping? What's your what's your secret? 
uh, I just lay down, and I'm usually tired enough that uh, <laughs> I, I could sit in my chair at three o'clock in the afternoon and be gone. So it's uh, it's very easy. Right. <laughs> I'm always tired. You lucky <laughs> son of a gun. <laughs> <laughs> that happens when you get um, old, man. <laughs> what do you what do you do before we get into the before we get into the the kind of entrepreneurial work stuff? What do you do when you're not working? Uh, not much. Um, I, I spend a lot of time, uh, you know, since say say 2006 when I got into WordPress, where I was just that guy that was just always hammering away at something. I was up all night, you know, working doing something. And not that I'm lazy now, but I've I've kind of come to peace with that I don't need to be that guy anymore. Yeah. yeah. So I, I don't have trouble disconnecting much anymore. Um, so when I'm not working, uh, I play video games with the kiddos. I like to travel. Uh, hang out, cook out, and just sometimes I sit and do nothing for a while, and it's awesome. So, cool. Just be around the house. Um, so you recently became the new technical project manager at Web Dev Studios. Yeah. Uh, for those of you that have been living on another planet for the last four or five years, <laughs> Web Dev Studios would be uh, one of the biggest WordPress shops uh, in, in, in the world, probably. Um, Brad Williams, of course, who I'm uh, uh, quietly stalking and hunting down for an interview on the podcast. Um, so how's that going, the, the new role at WebDev Studios, and how has it affected things it maintain? It's, oh, it's going really well. Um, I started last January, so it's almost been a year. Um, okay. And, and I, I've never really been in a uh, project management uh, role before, uh, but I know WordPress, right? I've been with WordPress for a long time, and you know I know the type of jobs they're doing. So I thought it would be a fun, you know, change because uh, I'm not actually doing any development. I'm not actually doing any design. I'm just doing project management for them uh, around WordPress projects. So you know I'm very comfortable in that area. Um, so I guess I was a little skeptical at first to, to see how it was going to go, um, but it's really worked out very well. Um, I think it's something I'm good at. Um, and it's going great. Um, it's 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 a different it's different not being on the the other side of things. Actually, you know, laying down code and actually doing the work. Um, I still get to see all that stuff and still get to interact, but it's not. I'm not actually doing it. Um, but it's cool. I get to see some crazy code, and I learn a lot of stuff from our developers uh, just by watching them do the magic that they do. So it's it's a uh, it's really cool. Um, and and how did it how did it how did it come about? How did the role at WebDev come about? Did, did, were you and Brad connected uh, offline in the real world? Like, how, how did that relationship happen? Yeah, I met Brad. Um, we've talked about this before. I don't know if either of us really remember the exact time. I think it was WordPress Boston or WordCamp Boston, maybe in 2010. Uh, but I'd known Brad for a while, uh, uh, known Lisa for a while, known Brian. You know, we'd known each other. You know, offline through WordCamps and things like that. Um, and I saw the the position come up. They, they put it on Twitter one day. And uh, it kind of piqued my interest and thought, hmm, I think I could do that. And uh, so I hit him up, and uh, here we are. Cool. Awesome. What was the interview process like? Uh, hey, do you want the job now? I'm kidding. It was uh, – <laughs> <laughs> no, it was cool. It was I mean, very professional. It had nothing to do with being friends. It was just, you know, is this something you think you can do? You know, how is it uh, something that you want to do? And obviously I contacted them, so it was something I wanted to do. But it was – I mean, very informal, but you know, um, just making sure you know it was the right fit. And it's a new position, so it wasn't something that they really, you know, had any kind of metrics on or could say, you know, here's what needs to happen because it's this it's a new position, and it, we're kind of creating it as we go. So um, hopefully, it's working out okay on their end. I think things are going great. So I'm uh, 
we'll find out in the comments maybe. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so Web Dev Studios is a completely distributed workforce, right? There's no like office. You guys all kind of work from your own locations. How do you how do you communicate throughout the day? Uh, hip chat is our preferred method. Uh, we use uh -huh. hip chat for messaging. Uh, but yeah, everybody's distributed. There's no two people in one spot. So uh, um, hip chat, Skype, uh, text, email, however yeah. you can get in touch with someone. But hip chat's the preferred uh, method that we use. Cool. Um, so on on your your personal site, ShaneSanderson.com, you've said that maintains day-to-day -day operations. We're going to talk a little bit more about maintain in a minute. Maintains day-to-day -day operations are now going to be handled by your wife, Abby. Uh, any big challenges having your, your personal life and your work life intertwined like that? Oh, always. You know, it's... Uh, but, but yes and no. It's something that... I, I've worked from home for a long time, so she's always been involved, uh, whether directly or indirectly. I mean, she's always there and involved. So it wasn't really a, a big challenge or issue for us to do that being that I'm home all the time anyway. Um, now, if I had left an office job, right, um, you know, to come do this, that would obviously be a big, a big difference. But I've been here all the time anyway, um, so it really wasn't a transition that, that was difficult at all. Yeah, cool. Um, do you have any advice for other entrepreneurs going into business with family members? <laughs> be careful. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, a, uh, I mean, it's a touchy subject, and it can be very, uh, it can be very hard. Um, I'm not saying that every day goes wonderfully because it doesn't, you know, and that's, you can say the same with marriage and anything else, It's uh, but it's just uh, be careful, make sure you're compatible, make sure it's something that you can do. Um, just because you want to do something doesn't always mean that it's something that you can do or you should do. Yeah. Um, it, it works for a lot of people, but it, it doesn't work for a lot of people at the same time. So uh, tread lightly, I guess, uh, just be careful and make sure it's a good fit. Do you have like a rule that like do you, have, do you have like a rule that like after dinner no talk about work or do you have like a switch off time or? Uh, not really. It it, it kind of just happens. Uh, you know, at some point in the day we both kind of get tired of you know work and uh, it just quits being talked about. <laughs> yeah. Kids kids need to get in bed or you know they're fighting or you know let's play some video games or something to forget about it. But there's not really a, a definite switch off time. Right. Because um, it's not really caused a problem. If it becomes a problem, then yes, there need to probably be a time to switch it off, but uh, yeah. that hasn't happened yet, uh, luckily. Cool. Um, one, thing that, one thing about entrepreneurs online, and particularly in the WordPress space, is that uh, a lot of us end up with quite visible public profiles on the internet. And I'm just curious as to if you found any particular advantage or disadvantage of, of having quite a, a public profile online. Uh, well, it's um, the answer is going to be the same for both, I think, for me. I mean, you can go Google my name and get pages and pages of results, right? So I'm very easy to find. Um, that's an advantage. Um, I'm easy to find. That's also a disadvantage, right? Um, yeah. I see them kind of both one and the same. There, there's, I'm very easy to find. Everything is available. Not everything, but, you know, a lot. Um, so that's great um, on one side. It's it's kind of not great on the other side because all your stuff's out there, you know. It's, yeah. Uh, it's it's kind of hard to hide if you wanted to. Um, so I just try to be careful what I put online. Um, and I, I say that, but sometimes I don't. Um, but yeah, it's. I mean, they're they're both the same to me, kind of. It's a great advantage and a great disadvantage at the same time. It's just how you handle it, I think. Um, I know, but, I know some people I've met at word camps and at meetups that are just like totally anti. 
Like they just don't even put their avatar. They don't even put their own photo as their avatar. They use you know some kind of caricature as their avatar because right. they absolutely don't want to be visible online at all. Do you think it's um? And AD actually has been talking about this recently with his new book, Branding. He's very much an advocate of personal branding and making yourself as visible as possible online. Do you think that? Right. Do you think it can really work against you if you if you're not prepared to put yourself out there? Uh, I mean, I guess they probably could. You know, I don't know. Um, I, I like knowing the fact that if I walk into a WordCamp. I'm I'm fairly recognizable. I mean, I look like I look on my avatar for the most part, most of the time, unless it's stupid. But uh, but yeah, I mean, I think that's some of that instant connection. Like, hey, I know that guy. I'm gonna go talk to that guy. Um, yeah. I don't see any cartoon characters walking around WordCamps, right? So you know, there may be some <laughs> there may be some connections lost. Uh, you know, inadvertently from that, not really on purpose, but it, it could it could happen that way. So it's uh, I guess it's all just a matter of how you want to you know uh, present yourself. I don't have yeah. a problem with it, but uh, I know some people probably do, and they probably have good enough reasons, you know, on their own for that, and that's, you know, to each their own. But yeah, I'm going to WordCamp Europe in a few weeks. I'm going to wear a, I'm going to wear a great big tickle me Elmo head. And, uh, and walk. <laughs> <laughs> that's um, all right, let's talk about maintain uh, for a bit. Um, perhaps you can tell us what maintain is. Sure. Um, in, in, a, in a sentence, uh, a short explanation is we take care of your WordPress installation uh, from backups to security. We do an, I'll, I'll slow, back, slow down and back up a little bit, I guess. Uh, we do nightly offsite backups uh, to Amazon S3. Um, every single account has a subscription to security. Security. So it's not that we're going in and like, scanning your site once in a while when we feel like it. Every single site has a subscription to security that you would have to go buy otherwise. Um, sites are scanned every three hours. Cleanup and uh, mediation is included. Uh, we do all of your updates, whether it be WordPress core, plugins, themes, um, once a week when those are available. Obviously, WordPress core updates uh, aren't available once a week, but when they are. Uh, WordPress security releases are done immediately, right? So if it falls in between our weekly schedule and it's a security release, that's done uh, immediately. Um, and then we also offer support. You have access to our support desk for questions, advice. Uh, you know, how do I do this? Why is this thing happening? Uh, I wrote some awesome code and I got a fatal error. Can you help me fix this? You know, things like that. Um, so basically, just a dedicated help desk. Uh, and then some plans include development time. So if you need things built, you want a plugin built or your theme modified, things like that. Uh, that's also available as well. But basically, just to make lives easier, uh, handling your WordPress site. I'm fascinated by this whole business model because. I, when I was at Pressnomics last year, I um, was talking to, and his name escapes me, but the guy from WP Valet. Um, yeah, right. And um, I'm fascinated by this whole space because, you know, and I was working with a client yesterday, and we were in the WordPress dashboard, and she was asking me some what I thought were some really basic questions, like how do I get, you know, an extra line break in the visual editor? Right. And I was like, you know, man, WordPress, yeah, sure, it is the easiest content management system available, but if you've never used it before, it still ain't that bloody easy to use. You know, there's st you still sure. need some support. Sure. I mean, I mean, driving a car is easy, right? But if you were be, to be given a car tomorrow and you've never seen one ever before, right, mm -hmm. it's not that easy, right? Once you get it, it's no big deal. But yeah, there are those users that need that help, and, and that was a space that I saw really not being filled. Um, it's funny you mentioned that. I forgot one of the services we offer, actually. Um, every every plan includes a, a subscription to WP101, which loads like 20 uh, instructional videos into your dashboard that you can watch that shows you everything you need to know about how to create a link to the post types, to the pages, to menus, everything about the dashboard right there available. Um, 
So yeah, it is. There is a learning curve. Um, it is easy, but again, it, it just depends on the, the user themselves, and and it can be create a challenge trying to you know create a site for yourself. So having the help available, I think, is uh, invaluable. Yeah, Sean's actually Sean's. Uh, I've just lined Sean up from WP One Hundred One for an interview on the uh, the podcast. Cool. So I'm looking forward to. And you know, of course, he's. Uh, Sean and I, you know, probably people would think that we're competitors in that space. We've got the video user manuals plugin, and Sean's got the WP101 plugin. Um, sure. But it's kind of weird. I don't see him as a competitor at all. I, I think uh, our, our offering is, and this is what I, what I want to talk about with Maintain and WP Valet, and there's another one called WP Sitecare. What is it? WP Sitecare. Sitecare, and is there a WP Maintainer? I think is, is another one. There's, yes. Um, yes. So how do you how do you uh, how do you feel about uh, competitors in the space? I think it's great. Um, honestly, I started uh, maintain uh, last October, so we're almost a year old. Um, and in that time, I've seen, I mean, like they are just seeming to be popping up on, on every corner, almost like Starbucks. Um, there's the big ones that you mentioned, but then there's you see, you know, web developers and designers, you know, adding the service on as kind of an add-on uh, for their services. So. Mm-hmm. It's everywhere. Um, so I, I think that tells me a couple of cool things. Um, a, there's, there's plenty of efficiency. I, I love competition. That's great. B, I think that's a good idea. Um, if it wasn't, I don't think everyone and their mom would be doing it. Right? Um, there, there's lots of people who need help. Uh, WordPress has a huge user base, right? Uh, more sites coming online every day. And with that, there are going to be people that, that need help. Um, I mean, there's millions and millions of sites. What's there's 22 percent of the internet powered by WordPress? I think is the latest statistic. I could be wrong, so forgive me. But you get the idea. There's lots of users out there, and, and with that, uh, they need support. They need help. They need maintenance, and they need the services that we're providing. So uh, I welcome competition. I'm friends with all the guys that you just mentioned. Um, and I think it's great. Awesome. Um, what What was the marketing process of Maintain? How, like, how did you How did you get your first Ten paying customers. It wasn't great. Um, I didn't think that part through probably very well. I, I uh, like anything else. It was new, and I said, "Hey, this is a great idea." Um, but it was just word of mouth at that point. Uh, you know, I told all my friends, all the people in the community, "Hey, look, here's what I'm doing." You know, I tried to sponsor a couple of word camps when I could, uh, which is always great. That always uh, returns. You know, but uh, it was just word of mouth and just telling the people in the community that I knew. There's this new service I'm offering. If you want to tell someone, that's great. And it just slowly but surely uh, built. So there was no really new marketing strategy behind it, except I'm going to tell everyone I know to tell everyone they know if they would, and they did. And it, uh, it's working out pretty well. So I'm not a marketing guy, so <laughs> maybe awesome. I need to hire one. I don't know. And so what was <clears throat> what was the main goal for you? I mean. The you know the conversation that I have with WordPress consultants all the time is the feast and famine kind of cycle of being a consultant. You know, you find the work, you do the work, you find the work, you do the work. So, was the goal for you to set up some kind of recurring revenue model with Maintain? Was that was that like one of the big drivers behind it? Uh, I mean, sure. Yeah, I'm not going to lie and say that, that. I mean, obviously, you're sure everyone loves recurring revenue. Um, and I freelance for long enough to know, you know, the feast or famine, you know, model. And that's most of the time everything works out great, but it's really not a good feeling to not know where the next paycheck's coming from. Um, so yeah, recurring revenue, obviously, sure, that's an obvious answer. But at the same time, again, lots of people needing help, you know. And I'm not going to sit here and say that I don't like to make money off of it. That's the idea to make a living. But at the same time, knowing that I'm helping people on a daily basis, um, 
whether it be just peace of mind or actually helping someone, you know, learn WordPress and, and be able to use it, you know, where maybe, you know, six months down the road, they may not need our service. And that's okay, too, you know, because maybe they'll learn enough that they leave and somebody else is going to come in and take their spot, too. So it, it's kind of a little bit of both. Cool. So <clears throat> tell me, you started Maintain, uh, you, you know, you, you, you got your first dozen customers, you started some word of mouth, people were telling other people. At what point did you say, okay, this is an idea worth pursuing? Uh, when it didn't fail, <laughs> I guess. Okay, so what does that look like? like how, how, do you, how did you know it wasn't going to fail? How did you go, okay, it's not going to fail, this is, good. This is a right. success? I kept getting customers. Um, the customers right. kept coming in. I kept making you know, more revenue, uh, more customers. Uh, customers that were existing customers told their friends or whoever, and I got referrals that way. Or customers that were already customers said, "Hey, I want to add three more sites," you know, or "I want to add ten more sites," or "I've got, you know, hey, my partner over here has this multi-site installation that's got thousands of sites, and I think he needs your help." You know, it's just that ball started rolling, and at that point, I knew it was, you know, probably going to work and not fail because I really didn't know uh, when I started it. It was. To me, it was a new idea, right? Um, I, I think a couple of those sites were actually around uh, before I started to maintain, although I wasn't aware of that, which doesn't matter now. But at the time, to me, it was a new concept. Um, so I wasn't sure if it was going to work uh, or if it would fall flat, you know? And, and again, I'm not... Uh, I'm only a year into it, right? So it's, 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 it's hard to say, you know, where it might go from here, but it's, it's definitely done better than I thought it would. Um, in this amount of time. Here. And so what's, how, how big is the team now? Is it just yourself and your, your wife running Maintain? It is. It's me and my wife. Uh, I actually have about uh, four developers on contract and uh, a couple of designers on contract. Um, so they're available. They're actually not on staff. Um, but so as far as staff goes, it's me and my wife. But we've got uh, those resources available um, for any work that comes in. Cool. Awesome. Um, Okay, let's get into the uh, elevation round. This is basically our, uh, for those of you that don't know, we have a business accelerator program called WP Elevation to help WordPress consultants elevate themselves above the pack and build a successful WordPress business. And what I'm always uh, interested in is hearing how other WordPress consultants have gone about building their business. So I've just got a series of quick questions here, you know, a couple of word answers will uh, do the trick. What's the number one thing any freelancer or consultant needs to know? Know your limitations, I think, is is my advice. Um, and I, I can roll this back to maintain. I can roll this back to being a freelancer uh, or any job for that matter. But just for example, I know that I'm not the best developer out there, okay? Um, and that's cool. But I know a lot of developers that are, right? Um, so know my limitations and know when I need to call in for help, right? Um, maintain, for example, I know that I couldn't do this by myself. Um, that's why I started enlisting some developers, some designers to be on hand, because I know that I can't do all that by myself. So as a freelancer, maybe you're great at one thing, um, not so great at the other. That's where I think you need to find some help, because if you try to be the best at everything, it's very difficult, and I'm not saying that it can't be done, um, but it's very few and far between when that happens. So just, I'd say know your limitations and know when to call for help. Great advice. What's the best thing you've ever done to find new customers? Um, indirectly, um, being uh, heavily involved in the WordPress community, right? Uh, when I first started, I started going to WordCamps. I spoke at WordCamps. I spent a lot of time in the WordPress.org support forums, uh, you know, helping, answering questions. And none of that at that time was 
to get business. It was just I wanted to be part of the community and I wanted to help because um, people helped me when I started. So again, indirectly, that's helped because being a you know a visible member of the community obviously make good friends with good connections and that you know turns into clients. Um, so like I said, not not to go in with that purpose, but that's what helped me, um, and that's how I got kind of where I'm at. Cool. Uh, how do you stop competing on price? Uh, I don't know. I uh, I don't really think about that that much. Um, the way I look at it is I know I know what our service is worth, whether it's me with maintain, whether it's me as a developer, you know, doing you know a project or whatever. I know what I'm worth, and, and that's that's just what I'm going to charge. Um, if you don't like it, then you know, I'm sorry, but it's just. Uh, I'm not really going to budge much, so I don't really see price, you know, as a competition. I just know what I'm worth, and if you know, if if it lines up with some other people who are charging or whatever, then you could call it competition, I guess. But that's really not much of an answer for you. I'm sorry. Uh, no, I, you know what? I actually think I actually think that's the best answer I've ever had to that question. You know, the best way to stop competing on price is to stop worrying about what everyone else is charging and just work out what you charge and what you're worth and right. move forward. Take the word competition out of it, though, right? So, because it's not. It's it's. This is what I'm worth, and this is what I want for my time uh, to do this project. And again, there's tons of other people that would do it cheaper, I'm sure. But we, that's a whole other conversation there. So, yeah, sweet. Uh, any tips on writing better proposals or getting better conversions from proposals? Ah, proposals. We have got this down to a science. I can't get web dev. Um, I write a lot of proposals. Um, I think proposals are, I mean, to better proposals, I'd say, I mean, as detailed as possible, right? Um, every little minor detail you can get in there uh, to convey what it is you're going to do on the job, I think, is going to make it better. In uh, conversions, I mean, be professional, know what you're doing, uh, you know, and, and just don't be an amateur about things. But proposals themselves, I say the more details, the better. Um, our proposals can get crazy and go on for pages and pages, but that's also going to translate into the job. And if things aren't uh, made clear on the proposal, then you run into scope creeps and you know project getting out of hand and things like that. So I'd say as detailed as possible as you can get. Um, nice is my, my advice. Uh, favorite tool or system for CRM? Hmm, I actually don't. Uh, I don't have a tool. I guess that I'm at WebDev. We've got a custom built internal system. Um, using Gravity Forms, uh, and I've got a kind of a variation on that that I use for maintain that I put together myself, which is very not great. Um, that's an area I need to uh, work on. But I don't actually have a tool uh, for CRM that we use because we both have kind of internal systems that we built. So I don't really have much advice there, except uh, Gravity Forms can make anything happen if you uh, have enough time. Yep. Uh, what's the best? Now this is a great, great question for you. What's the best way to keep a project and a client on track? Oh boy, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, that's a tough one. But communication, I think, is the, the the biggest way to to you have to communicate, and that goes back to what I talked about with the proposals. If it's you know any minor detail left out, a minor detail that's big left out of a proposal can cause a gigantic problem. You know when the project gets running. So I'd say communication, communication, communication um, is the best way to keep things on track. Uh, just just before I get on to the next question, when we, we, in proposals, do you do you write explanations of what's going to happen, or do you mock up prototypes and wireframes to also demonstrate 
Uh, it depends on the project, I guess. Um, the proposal itself is is you know written out with descriptions, very detailed on what's going to happen. Um, line items, you know, this section is maybe a you know a membership section, and here's what it's going to do very explicitly. Um, the checkout process, here's what it's going to do very explicitly. Here are the post types that are going to get created. Here are the taxonomies that are going to get created. Here are the terms for the taxonomies that are going to get created. Like very very detailed. This is what's going to happen with your project. Um, you know, and if it's a design project, then you know wireframes and things like that will come after. Um, but the proposal itself is very, very detailed. Um, and a lot of the proposals we're doing are very large jobs, so that has to be in place. Um, again, like I said, if, if something goes wrong there, it causes a huge uh, mess with the, the project itself once it gets running. So it needs to be very detailed from the from the beginning. Cool. Um, any ideas for getting referrals from your existing customers? Uh, I think, I don't know if I have a surefire way to do this. Uh, what's always worked for me is just be honest and do a really good job. Um, if you do that, uh, they have nothing but nice things to say about you, right? Why wouldn't they refer me when I was upfront, honest, and did a good job for them, you know? Uh, yep. That's great. It's very simple, but that's my philosophy. Yep. What's the number one thing you can do to differentiate yourself? Uh, I just answered that. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, and, and that's back to, I think that's back to, like, the question you had about competition. Just, uh, I don't look at myself as, you know, comparing myself to you or comparing myself to Brad Williams or comparing myself to Nason or whoever you want. Um, I do what I do, and, and I think I do a really good job at it. Um, so I, I don't really try to differentiate myself uh, from anyone. I just... I'm Shane, and I do the best job that I can every day. And I think that in itself differentiates me without even trying. That's awesome. Uh, let's talk about the future for a minute. <clears throat> What's the future for Web Dev Studios? Where is Web Dev Studios going to be in 18 months' time? Oh, I don't know. Uh, um, doing great things. Uh, we're up to 15 people right now. Uh, we've got seven developers, five designers, doing some awesome, awesome work. Um, Brian Messmaner, uh, one of the co-founders, is actually writing a book. Um, it's called uh, Building Web Apps with WordPress. Uh, obviously, Brad's written some books on the plugin development. Lisa's got all the WordPress for Dummies books taken care of. Um, we're doing great. Uh, I don't see anything but uh, bigger and better for Web Dev Studios. Uh, we're exactly in 18 months. I don't know. Uh, just building some awesome stuff, I'm sure. Is there, is there a swing towards building products, or is, it, is the focus solely on doing client service work? Uh, we're kind of slowly getting into the product market a little bit. Uh, can't give a whole lot of details there right now, but, but that's, that's definitely something we're looking into. Nothing to replace client work, obviously, but definitely uh, an area that we're uh, paying some attention to. Cool. And what's the future of Maintain? Uh, I hope the same. Uh, bigger, better, awesome. And like I said, if, if this last year is an indicator, then it should be doing really awesome. Because um, again, apparently this was a good idea. It, it hit. I think a lot of people like the idea, and uh, I just want to make it better. And uh, hopefully, it will do that. So, if it stays on track, things should be great. And what's the future of WordPress? Where, where, do, where, do, you, where do you think? Where do you see WordPress in a year or two? That's a very Popular question, right? People, I think, ask that question a lot. Not to me in particular, but just uh, in general. It's, um, I don't know. WordPress is still, I mean, it's, you know, it just had our 10th birthday. 
our 10th birthday like I wrote it, but uh, WordPress had its 10th birthday, uh, but it's still very young. It's still, um, you know, with the capabilities that it can do and what it's possible to do with WordPress, what we're seeing with, you know, building application frameworks and stuff at WordPress. It, it's, it's very young and it's hard to say where it's going to be. I, I, I see, you know, and this answer I think is a lot. A lot of people say, you know, more CMS type stuff, but I see a lot of the application framework being built on WordPress and just being more robust. It's a very difficult question to answer. I don't know. Um, I see it being a lot better and more used, widely accepted. Walk down the street and almost anyone can, can tell you they're familiar with WordPress. I think. Yeah, one in one in one in three apparently isn't isn't what Matt announced at San Francisco that one yeah. in three Americans know what WordPress is or have heard of it. And it's really cool. Like like my mom knows what WordPress is, right? Not because she's used it, not because she'll probably ever use it, but because that's how I make a living, right? And so things like that just it becomes a more common term. Uh, so she can explain to someone what WordPress is in a very you know uh, limited manner, but but she knows what it is, right? So. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah, awesome. Um, all right, just before we wrap up, what's the number one piece of advice you would give any entrepreneur trying to build their own business? Hmm. I would say, okay, and I've done this a few times, and my friend Brad Williams will also agree with this, and he will say, do it now. Don't wait. Uh, I've heard him say this time and time again, and, and, and like I said, I've done this uh, a few times. When you're not sure and you have this idea, you might want to do something, but you're going to pick the right time to do it, right? Uh, it's like picking the right time to buy a computer, right? And when is that? Never, right? So it's uh, just do it if you're ready. And, you know, obviously make sure that, you know, you can support yourself. Don't, I'm not giving them any advice to go do something stupid, but if it's time, then do it. Um, don't wait and just do it. Do that's easy to say, I know, and harder to do, but I, I can vouch that I've done it a few times, and it's worked out just great. So uh, mm. let's go. Because the thing is, you don't know what it is until you do it, and you don't know what mistakes you're going to make until you do it, and you don't know how it's going to look and how it's going to feel and whether or not you're going to enjoy it until you actually do it. So you can kind of second-guess yourself for, for months, but you yeah. just got to get out the door and... Right. You can plan, you can plan what it's going to be like, but it's going to be nothing like what you planned because you haven't actually done it. So yeah. just get up and go. Yeah. Um, awesome. Just before we, we wrap up, I'm going to announce the details of this uh, the contest. So Maintain, go and check out the website and learn what Maintain is and the service that is offered there. And uh, Shane is going to uh, give away three months of the basic plan. So go and have a look at what's involved and leave some comments under this video and tell us the number one thing that you would like to see in a service like Maintain moving forward. The number one thing that you would like uh, maintain to do for you uh, moving forward, and Shane will come back in a week's time and look through the comments and award the prize to the most interesting or the most funny or the best, whatever, however he uh, deems um, the winner to be. Um, so leave your comments underneath the video uh, for your chance to win that awesome prize. Shane Sanderson, where can people reach out to you? Ah, uh, everywhere. I'm I'm online, right? So you can find me there. Um, no, shamesanderson.com. Uh, it's S-H-A-Y-N-E. And uh, Twitter, at Shane Sanderson. Uh, those would probably be the best two places. Uh, you can also head over to Maintain. You can go over to WebDev Studios. Uh, you can go to Google. Uh, wherever you like. And uh, probably uh, see you hanging out playing some games on Facebook at some point too, yeah? Oh, I'm just kidding about that. I hate <laughs> <laughs> and um, and finally, who would you like me to interview, and why? 
I think uh, you said you were already stalking Brad, um, so I'll, I'll leave that one out. Um, I think you should interview John Hawkins at Nine Seeds. Okay. Yeah, he is a great guy um, and has started Nine Seeds from the ground up. Uh, has tons of advice. Super smart guy. Uh, I feel dumb when I talk to him. He is incredible, and I think that that he'd be a great interview for you. Beautiful. A wealth of knowledge. All right, John from Nine Seeds, I'm coming to get you. It's all Shane Sanderson's fault, so when I start stalking you, that's why. Hey, uh, Shane Sanderson from Maintain and Web Dev Studios, thank you very much for participating in the WP Elevation podcast. I really appreciate you getting on and working through the technical difficulties with us, and I was really wrapped that we could make it happen in the end. Sure, I appreciate it. Troy, I had a good time. It was great. Thank no you worries. very much for having awesome. me. Awesome. Thanks, Shane. All right. See you. Cheers.